0: Hey there, I'm back. And this time I'm gonna do, you know, I always go through doing my little entertainment news and reviews. Today I'm doing a little bit of work news and talk a little bit about um, LinkedIn. Now I have done a few um, podcasts in regards to LinkedIn, but I got a few more questions that came through and some comments. And what I will say is this, I will go ahead and provide a little more context what i've put up in the past so you can go back and look through the podcast and see my previous uh, reviews well not reviews but uh commentary about linkedin what it is and all of that let me give a little more commentary just add just a little bit more to it to give more detail so the biggest question is does linkedin work if so how does it work i've been looking for jobs i've retailed my resume and i've applied i've applied and applied And one of the areas I applied in is the easy apply, and I'm not getting a lot of traction. How does it work? Did it work for you? Okay, so that's a lot of it in summation of what I get. For me, I would say, yes, it has worked for me in the past. And um, what I will say is this. I have, um, in the past, what I have done is, you know, applied to positions that closely aligned with, one, what I've done, And two, skill sets that I have picked up along the way. The way to really understand and utilize this particular social media platform, because it's still a social media platform, understanding the dynamics of it and how does it work. That's one way to look at it. Just like uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, these are all social media networks. What makes this linkedin different is that it is a professional social media network which means that the content is focused on um careers it is focused on the job market it is focused on uh, specific skill sets it is focused on posting jobs posting career advice it is focused everything dealing with the world of work so you have hundreds thousands of different career professionals in different areas that are on LinkedIn and their their purpose is usually to um, network with other individuals that work in the same type of workspace or shall I say um, they do similar things. So for example, instructional designers, I am um, connected with several, I can't tell you how many instructional designers. Okay. They are my first level. If you look at the different levels or connections, they are a first level connection because that has been my experience in the past. So, if you get a request um, for someone to connect to you, that is, if let's say you are an instructional designer and the person that would like to connect with you, like it's like adding a friend request, um, is a registered nurse. They probably are going to be a little bit further removed from your connection level because they're not in the same space. They're not in the same field of interest. And there are different levels on LinkedIn. Um, I just on the first level, the same uh, workspace, same uh, 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 same career, same type of job usually is your first level. And then they got the second and third. I don't know how they distinguish with second level I don't know if that would be like maybe teachers or I'm not sure how that works but I do know first level is you know there you're in the same space so a nurse would not be in the same space okay you wouldn't share necessarily a lot of connections based on your careers um you wouldn't have a lot of so LinkedIn would say okay you don't have a lot in common but you not that you could not connect with this nurse because this nurse could be someone that you've worked with let's say you worked at a hospital and you were an instructional designer at a hospital, but you also know this nurse who also worked at the same hospital. So that's just a little bit of about the connecting part of it. The second thing is you get, there's uh, uh, articles that are posted, um, LinkedIn will post or have different articles. You can follow companies. So let's say you're really interested in Google, you can follow Google. And every time Google posts, things about what's going on with their company like most recently they're back to the office campaign they've been posting a lot of articles about that they've been posting photos and all that good stuff so you will get company um, information you'll get job market information they might tell you different articles will come through that is that are curated from other sites. So you can get uh, Wall Street Journal might have an article about the great resignation. You might get something from Newsweek that's talking about um, how to uh, 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 market towards a certain age group. You know, So you get, these are all, again, all things centered around the job market and, and, and things of that nature. Now, the other thing that also is on LinkedIn, which could be considered a minus to some and that that's that's um sales uh information uh, some people might consider it to be spam i was in a lot of groups on linkedin when i first joined linkedin uh, some time ago and um one of the reasons that some of the groups shut down or some of the reasons that i you know exit groups is because we got a lot of spam would come in you get people who are selling all types of stuff and i'm not really interested in it um, so it, that's something that LinkedIn has been trying to work on cutting down on is the sales part of it, um, because, you know, they you have people who look at your job title and they'll say, you know, we have a very robust learning management system. We would like to for you to take a look at this. Let us know if you want to quote or come in to do a demonstration, you know, and it's kind of that's not really what I'm looking on LinkedIn for. Um it's one thing to follow a company that, let's say, a learning management company. You follow different ones: Desire to Learn, Moodle, whatever. It's one thing to follow them to see what they're doing because you're curious and and, and you know that's just something that you're interested in. But it's another thing when you have salespeople get, coming into your inbox or they're interfering with uh, a group that you're a part of on LinkedIn, and here they come sell, trying to sell products. It's, Most of the time, we're not interested in the products that, you know, we want to get more information about best practices in whatever it is. So, but that does happen. Uh, It's not completely a negative. I mean, some people are interested, which also brings me to recruiters. Um, LinkedIn has a feature that you can turn on on your profile to let people know that you're available to work um, you, you're available for work. And when that is turned on, that feature is on, you will get, um, recruiters, you know, they have their tools on their system. They're going to search the system and they're going to, um, look and, and if they see search job titles and, uh, positions and all that good stuff, and, and they will send you potential j- job opening information to you. Some people don't like that. If you don't turn that pro- turn that off, some people don't mind it, you know, it's up to you. You can try it, see if it works. Um, for me, I uh, have spoken to, so I, I'm actually connected to a few uh, recruiters. I'm a little bit more selective when it comes to connecting with recruiters and accepting uh, uh, invites from recruiters that are trying to get me to look at a job and all of that good stuff. Because sometimes what happens is you get third-party recruiters like a job can be posted let's say it's blue cross blue shield post a job and they send out this email or a notification blast to all these different agencies and i've noticed sometimes i would get two or three maybe even four recruiters different recruiters from different places sending me the same job information and they're asking me to give them permission you know they're asking me to sign off on some documentation to make sure only you only that person can represent me for this position you know and I, I I try to avoid that that's not something I'm interested in but that's part of LinkedIn um again you don't have to have that open to work profile you know you don't have to have that on your profile you can take that off um let's kind of move on into applying for positions now linkedin has lots of oh well before i even get to that there's the premium version of linkedin and then there is the free version for the premium version you're able to see quite a few you know you can see who's been looking at your profile with the free version you might see one or two maybe three people a week they 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 don't allow for you to really get access to see very many people who look at your profile that's a benefit of paying for linkedin you have to understand linkedin is in the business of making money it's a business uh another thing with linkedin is they have linkedin learning so if you pay the premium uh amount and i think i forget 32 dollars a month or maybe something like that you are, you're able to access the certification, I mean, uh, training, the LinkedIn learning training uh, on this site, which is really good. It's a robust uh, um, number of courses that you can take and get a certificate. Now understand this, getting a certificate isn't the same as being certified. You can get a LinkedIn certificate, but being certified is a different thing. So let's say you are, uh, you're doing something with, um, Tableau, for example, you can go through the courses and you'll get a certificate. But if you want to be certified, you'd have to go through Tableau to do that. So keep that in mind. So uh, a lot of companies offer their employees um, free access to LinkedIn. They have it implemented in their learning management system. So if that is the case, you don't have to pay for the premium because if you're if your reasoning for get the premium is so that you can access linkedin learning if if you're getting it from your company then you ain't got that to worry about um so that's that now let's get into the job searching part which is where a lot of people you know ask questions about the easy apply now the easy apply i like that feature um it's quicker but it's not the end-all be-all it doesn't mean that you're not going to have to fill out an application it's just the initial what what happens is um with the easy apply company might say okay they still might ask qualifying questions they'll ask your age and would you require sponsorship they might ask number of years experience even though it's easy apply they still might have seven or eight questions and then allow you to use a resume that's already been uploaded and you just click that and you're done so you can be done applying for that position in about five minutes okay with the easy apply they get a copy of your profile uh, they'll see a copy of your um, resume they'll look to see how you what, what you said for your for, as far as your answers are concerned depending on the position. And then from there, if there's interest, you would get sometimes uh, an inbox um, from that recruiter in regards to um, inviting you to fill out an application. So you're still going to fill out an application. Every company is going to require that you fill out an application because that's a legal uh, document you know it has to go through their ATS system which is called applicant tracking system you fill out the information you attest that everything on that eight that on that application is correct is true and then it goes through um a filtering system and from there even though you're even though you've uploaded your resume that's why I try to explain to people yes I've uploaded my resume um, some ATS systems will say, "Okay, it'll fill in some of the <clears throat> uh, the of uh, the they'll fill in some of the application, but it will still in some case depends how it's formatted, but it, it still will require you to go through and um, uh, maybe certain ways it has to be formatted, like the date had to be certain a certain way, the date has to be added and. Then they ask supplemental questions. Are you a veteran? Do you um, do you have a disability? They might ask about, do you wish to identify your sexuality or gender? All that stuff. So these are things that, and they'll say, this is part of the EEOC, this and that and third, whatever the case may be. Now, those types of questions, they do give you the option. You can also say you, you, you do not wish to answer those questions. Okay. Um, that's the legal part of it. And I'll go through the ATS system, a recruiter will take a look at that, and they'll figure out which individuals they want to, or th- they'll forward the information over to the hiring manager. And hiring manager can tell the recruiter, hey, I want to see these five individuals, or can you do a phone screen of these five individuals? So it depends on how the setup is. Five people, recruiter will do a phone screen. Based on the information on the phone screen, they'll give that information over to the hiring manager hiring manager can say of these five people I only want to see two and then they'll go ahead and schedule the interview with the hiring manager so that is one aspect of the job application process Um, you can also have where you know you click on apply it'll go directly to the company's ATS so you got easy apply, but and you also got the apply and go, and you'll get switched over to their applicant tracking system. Depending on how or how long the posting was purchased for, most of the time, they'll, um, a recruiter will post on LinkedIn for at least 30 days. Okay, they'll post for 30, so that job will at least be there 30 days until they go into they have a link, they go in, and they can turn off. Um, accepting applications for that position. Until they do that, that job, every, it has it is set up every week, it'll keep recycling and people will keep applying until it gets to a point. Now, it might be set up for 30 days. They might get enough applications for uh, within the first week. And then within a week, they can stop accepting application. The recruiter can turn off, you know, the ability for applicants to apply and then go through their applications. It just, it all depends on what the responses are, what they're getting. They can turn it off and then they can turn it right back on. I've seen that happen. I've actually watched a company post the same position over a course of three months. It would be on, then it would be off, and it'd be on again, then it'd be off. And then six months later, that position pops up again, which leads me to believe that one, they're not hiring someone for that position full-time. They might actually be putting someone in place. That's a contractor. Like they could be actually, they could have a contractor in that position and or contractors, but they are looking for someone full-time and the contractors may not be fitting the bill. I don't know, but it's usually a red flag when I see that if you're constantly repeatedly putting that same position up over and over again, why is it so much turnover? Why is it, what's going on? It's usually for me personally, but in terms of the application process, that's usually how it works. You can filter on your jobs on whether you want remote or hybrid. You can filter on the distance that you're willing to travel. So you can put in your zip code, for example and you can say maximum is 20 miles from your zip code or 10 miles i think the lowest is five miles in some cases or you can just put city and state um that's you that's really how it works and again like i said it, it can you know the to me it's really good to get to know people at certain companies and you can, con- which is what LinkedIn is thinking you would do. You connect them at these companies and hopefully they can even send you before it's even posted. Hey, we got an opening coming up, um, a data scientist in our business department, it, it, you know, why don't you send me your resume and then I can put a good word in with the hiring manager. That happens a lot. So it's good to work your network find out, you know, post things, post articles, post questions, post surveys, get active. This also gets you noticed and get people to say, hey, look, I got something available. If you're interested, you know, that's the way to utilize LinkedIn, in my opinion. That's all I got. Hopefully that answers your question a little bit more with more context. Talk to you guys later. Peace.